Okay, test Vava Maral of the first wide line. Zogde Heliki Gemara. Be Masnita, Tonical Shemaisa, Vumaisa, voice of a sumin. In a Masnita, in a Brisa, was taught anyone whose deeds are unspecified. And the deeds of his fathers are unspecified. So we don't know what the status, the good people, the bad people, but and in one event, the Torah or the Nevi'im speak about somebody in a good light. They say something about him, a good story about him. And it says his yichus over there in that story. It sheds light about his parents as well, that they were also good people. The word of Hashem was to Tzfanya ben Kushi ben Gedalia. So Tzafania was a tzaddik. So then Kushi also, even though we don't know about Kushi, who was he? So obviously he was a good person because Tzafania was a Navi. Uh, ben Kushi and Ben Gedalia, so all of them were good. And whenever you have a lineage of somebody, and one of the people in that lineage had a story that was bad, keep going. So it wasn't only Yishmael that was a Rasha who killed Gedalia, but also his father Netanya and his grandfather Lishama. Also, they were Rishayim. Om Rav Nachman. Once we're going into darshaning the names of people, here we go. Malachi Zem Mordechai. We all order Malachi. It was really Mordechai. Code name Mordechai. Malachi. So why was he called Malachi? He was considered the second to the king after the story of the Megillah. We're going to challenge this. Baruch ben Narya, Visharya ben Masya. V'Daniel, U'Mordechai Balshan, V'Chagi, Zechariah, and Malachi, all these seven of him, Kulam Nesnabu B'Shnashtayim L'Dayavish. All of them had Nevuahs in the second year of Darius. So we're listing seven of him. And in this list of seven is Mordechai, and another person in the list is Malachi. Obviously, there were two different people. To Yofta. So, Rav Nachman is disproven. Malachi is really Ezra Soifer. It's Mustafa, like Rabbi Yeshua Makarka says, that Malachi is Ezra. Why? It says by Malachi that Klai Israel was rebellious. They betrayed Hashem and they did abominations. Klai Israel disgraced the holiness of Hashem, Ahav, who originally they loved, Ubal Bas El Nechar, and they had relations with Goyesha ladies. So here you have Malachi giving Musa to Klai Israel about them betraying Hashem and intermarrying. And who was famous for making it his, his mission to separate Klai Israel from intermarriage? Ezra, the Ksiv, Ayan Shkanya ben Yechiel, Mibnei Elam, Vayemel Ezra, Anagum Aldemel Ekeno, we're guilty. We betrayed Hashem, and we settled down with Gaisha women. So Ezra was the one that was in charge of separating people from being intermarried. So Ezra was Malachi. The four most beautiful women in the world. Sarah. <coughs> Sarah, Abigail, Rachel, and Esther. These were the former Romans. According to the opinion that Esther was called uh, Hadassah because she was green, she wasn't exactly so beautiful. So Mapik Esther, you got to remove her from the list. And you put Vashti into the list instead. Turn around, Rakov Bishmazinsa. Rakov, she was so amazing that if you just mentioned her name, you would be drawn after the Taiva of Znus. Yael Bekaila. 
If you would hear her voice, you'd be drawn after Znos. Avigail Bezichirasa, just remembering her. Michal Bashol Biriasa, seeing her. Amrim Yitzchak, Kalaimer Rakhav Rakhav, Miyadnikri. Whoever says Rakhav twice will, will be led to have Tomas Kerry. Amrim Yitzchak, Nahachmin, Anno Amino Rakhav Rakhav, Layich Misli. What are you talking about? I've done it plenty of times and nothing happened to me. Not that he tried challenging his way. Oh, I'll try that. Let's see. You can't not. If something's going to bring you to too much carry, you can't go and try it. The word is he had it. He did it in the past. There were plenty of times that it came up that for whatever reason he said the name Rakhav twice and nothing happened to him. What am I talking about that it leads a person to carry? Somebody that really, really knows her well. And somebody knows her very well, mentioning her name twice would lead him to Kasr Shalom have too much carry. Back into the Megillah. Mordechai knew everything that had happened. What is this talking about? The fact that we, 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 we came off of the giving over the ring. That Haman offered a massive bride to Akashverosh. Akashverosh gave her the ring and then we went into all the Nevi'im. We said that the ring did a better job of bringing Klai's to Tshuva than the Nevi'im. So getting back to the ring, Mordechai knew what was going on behind closed doors over there. My Omar, what did he say? Omar, Mordechai said, Gova Haman Haman looks like he's even being more powerful than Achashverosh. He's the one that's calling the shots now. Shmuel Omar, Gova Malki Ilohim Yimalka Tatoa, Shaginar, is the upper Malchus overriding the downstairs Malchus. But he meant it the other way around. It looks like the downstairs Malchus is overriding the Abister. So he put on sackcloth and ashes. And he sat outside the gates of the king. And when Esther saw that he's in sackcloth and ashes, she went crazy. What does it mean, Vatiskalkal? She was very terrified. She got so terrified that it caused her body to lose its normal equilibrium and she became Tumas Nida. She lost uh, control of her bowels and she needed to go to the bathroom. She had diarrhea. Because from the days of Nebuchadnezzar, he was the top advisor of the king, and now in the Malchus, he was like a nobody. They cut him down from his greatness, so he was called Hasak. Shmuel Omar should call Divrei Malchus Nechtachem Apifagert. Hasak was a compliment to his greatness. Hasak comes from the word like Chaticha. All of the words of the Malchus, he was like the final decider on it, yes or no. She sent him to find out why is Mordechai dressed this way? What's she using this expression? So we darshning mazem and mazem as if it's mizeh mizeh. Did Klaiso transgress all of the Torah Shabbat that is hinted to in the Luchais that were written mizeh mizeh? So Mordechai was told to Mordechai the words of Esther. And however, we're like skipping part of the conversation. Mordechai told Esther, go tell the king to stop this decree. And Esther says, I can't even walk into the king. So it gets back to Mordechai that Esther said no. But it doesn't say that Hasach came back. It just says, they told Mordechai Esther's refusal. What happened to him? Where's Hasak? So the Gemara, the Iluihu Layazal Gabe. Hasak did not go back to Mordechai. From here we learn that he's supposed to avoid uh, giving over bad news. So <laughs> Esther's not listening to Mordechai. Hasak did not want to be the messenger to tell Mordechai that she said no. So Mordechai goes and threatens her and says, You know, Klaizo is going to have Revach the Hatzala, Layudim Yimakamacher. 
and you might end up going down the tubes. And who knows if this is the whole reason why you got to this position was to, to play a role in saving Klai Yisrael. Lech, so she agreed, and she says as follows. Lech, can I call you dim? Go and gather all the Jews and fast, and I'm going to go into the king. Even though it's against the law to go into the king without being invited. Omer Ababa, what's Shalaykadas? Until now, whenever I went to the king, I was called in Ba'inis. And if I had to sleep with the king, it was Ba'inis. And even though I'm married to Mordechai, I'm an ish but I was an Oinus. But for Aksha Baratzai, now is the first time I'm initiating that relationship. So now it's against the law. I don't see why you need a relationship. It's not. It's not okay. If I guess part of going. No, that's what I'm saying. I guess going into King Achashverosh meant it was going to be more than just talking to him. Like like talk what happened. They have to have dinner together, and then afterwards they go to sleep together. Yeah. So Mamela, that's why she said now it's like a dust because Be'etzam is Yari Bali Avar. I shouldn't be doing this. For the sake of Klai, so the Gemara says it was considered Avera Lashma, and she was even better than 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 Sarah and and Yael. So uh, Yael was like her, that they were moitz and nefesh for Klaiso. Anyway, what does this mean? Just like I was lost from my father, because I was a Yisoyma, now I'm going to be lost from you. Because once a lady does Eishas Ish, she's also to go back to her husband, Mordechai. So Mordechai went over. What did he go over? He went over the first day of Pesach. He passed over Passover. He went over a body of water. This is always my $50 question. Who cares? But okay, he went over a body of water. He had to gather all of the so. Oh, he went over water, so. All right. I asked this question in Chabad. Remember, I told you we went to Chabad once to 770 with a, a whole group of guys in our bathrobe slippers, baseball caps, sunglasses. I did an ETC trip years ago with a bunch of Bachrim. We went to Rosh Adar. We went to 770. And I gave Shear in 770 on this Gemara. And a whole crowd gathered around us. And they thought like we were just stop making a lechta. We're making a lechta, but it wasn't stop making a lechta. We were teaching Torah and it was Adar. So. And, and a guy like started chepping me. I said, well, what's wrong with teaching Torah? He says, you know what, what he did? I said, well, I said, you know, I'll ask a kasha. Who can I ask a kasha to? So they brought some old man to me. I said, you can ask him any kasha. So I said, why does it say that he went over Irkuma de Mayo? Who cares? This Grezik Talmud Chacham that I could ask any kasha to, never heard of this Gemara. He says, what? Where does it say such a thing? doesn't say it until I had to show him inside. And then he tried coming up with answers. It was very <laughs> revealing. Okay. It was on the third day. And Esther dressed herself. She cloaked herself in Malchus. So like the Gemara, big day Malchus. I should say she cloaked herself in the garments of Malchus. Why is skipping the word big day? She cloaked herself in Malchus in royalty means she cloaked herself in Ruach HaKodesh. Where do we find that you could use the expression of cloaking on a spirit, mm-hmm. on a Ruach? That Amosai cloaked himself in a spirit of courage. So you see that a spirit is something you could cloak yourself with, almost like clothing. Don't let the brach of a simple person be light in your eyes. Two greatest people 
were gebenched by two simple people. And the sky of the head and it was fulfilled. The Elohim, David, the Daniel. David, the Barachah, the Barachah, Aravna. The guy who David Melech bought the piece of real estate for, of Arabais, at the base of Mikdash. His name was Aravna, and Aravna blessed David. And Ravna was a simple guy. And his broker was this guy. Daniel the Barak the Yavesh. The God that you pray to, but to Dira all the time, who is Zivnach, he should protect you. We see from here that what's called a Hediot? Goyim. Even a king, the Yavesh, was called a Hediot. But a Brach of a Yid? It's not called the Birch's head yet. Because every single yid is infused with a tremendous ability to bring, give a rock from Avram Avinu. The same thing the other way around. Don't let the curse of a head yet be like when he gave her, he gave her the gifts of clothing. And he said, This should be a covering of the eyes. This guy of Azara was a curse, it was a, it was a curse in disguise. But it was fulfilled in the Shulvah. Oh, he's got diminished. A person places a pot and then he puts water in the pot. Kashbarku first puts water into the ear and then he puts a vessel to go and contain it. Kashbarku first puts the water up in the heavens and then he puts the clouds there to hold on to the water. Whoever says something in the name of the person that it came from, maybe Gula Eilam Shenemar, she said it over that uh, that the big son of Sarah was trying to kill the king, and she said in the name of Mordechai, Mordechai got the credit, even though I'm sure she could have benefited from it. You know, maybe she would, she would have gotten a big, huge, massive diamond necklace for saving the king's life, but she didn't take credit, she gave the credit to Mordechai. And from there came the Gula. When a tzaddik has a shalom is nifter, he's not lost to his generation. He's lost. The generation lost him. It's like a person who lost a gem, a pearl. Wherever the pearl is, he's pretty happy. Doesn't my, he's taking a nice suntan on the beach somewhere. Wherever the pearl is, it doesn't feel lost. The owner lost it. So the same thing at Sadiq. He's a gem. He's a diamond. He's happy wherever he is. But we lost him. Haman is going crazy. And he says that all of this unbelievable wealth that I have is all worth nothing to me when I see Mordechai is where Yud Kevavke is hinted to in the Megillah. Backwards. This one is coming. Mordechai is coming with his, with his contract of wealth that shows how wealthy he is. And this one is coming with his contract of poverty. This is what Rashi says. The Medru says that when Mordechai was sitting over there, Haman passed by, everyone's bowing down to Haman, and Mordechai picked up his shoe, and it says on his shoe that he was a slave. He said, you're the slave that was sold to me for loaves of bread. Huh? I didn't get huh? I'm sure Mordechai was careful about that. You know? 
When he says, all of this is worth nothing to me, what's this? What's he pointed to? That he was so into his money, it was always like it was right in front of his nose, and it was in his heart, and he could say, Zeh, as if he's mamish looking at it. All of this money that's in my heart is worth nothing to me. And the future Akash Baruch is going to be like a crown of glory upon the head of every single tzaddik in the Ganeidah. That day Hashem will be like an Ateres Tzvi, a crown of glory. What does it mean? Like crown of beauty and to a wreath of glory. To those that do Hashem's will. And to those that anticipate Hashem's glory. To these people that do Hashem's will and they're always anticipating Mashiach's times when Hashem's glory is going to be revealed. To those people Hashem is going to be a crown of glory on their heads. So you might think to all of these people you don't need any, any others. No, no, no. You need another source of humility. It's only to those to those that are humble that they consider themselves just to be the remnant of others, the, the tale of others. To those people that are humble, Hashem will be a crown of glory. To those that have a spirit of judgment, this is a guy who makes a cheshman and effort himself to judge his Yetzirah and to class himself when he doesn't listen to his Yetzirah. To the person that sits in judgment, that's a person who judges properly. This is a guy who counts his Yetzirah. To those that respond in war, People that have an exchange in the battle of Tayyashara at the gates. These are first that are early in the morning and stay late at night in the Bati Midrashis. What's the difference between these people and the Goyim that you're destroying Lasid Lavi? So they're going to have them up and they're going to have me being a crown of glory on their heads. But the other nations, they didn't learn Torah. So you're right, they both did Averis. But Klaisel has the schus of Torah. So the Midas Hadin says, Also these Yidin, they were also wasting their time, getting drunk and drinking and doing terrible Averis. Judge them to Gehenim. Ain't Paku Ela Gehenim. Paku is Lashanov. Going into Gehenim. This is what Abigail told David Amelak that this will not bring you together and this won't be your downfall. judgment. So judge to go together. So Esther goes back to the Megillah. Esther standing in the inner chambers of the king. Once she got to the inner chamber with you, with the as well. You come on, touch the First very wide line. Nistalka Shekina. When she got to the area with its slamimar, the Shekina departed from her. Omran, she felt the Navua leaving her. She screamed. Eli, Eli, Lamadav telling me, My God, my God, why are you abandoning me? Shemata Donal Shaykh Amazin. Are you judging a Shaykh like Amazin? Valinis Karadzain. I'm not doing this because I want to do this. You think I'm going to have relations with with Akashvirs on my own free will? 
which is a kasha because on Oman Aleph we said that she was talking doing it b'ratzay and the shalay kadas. But same same she was doing it because of the machmas the tzivoy of of Mardukai. It wasn't real ratzay. Oy, Hashem, 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 maybe Hashem, you're leaving me as a punishment because I called the king a dog and you have to have covered for the malchus. Where do we find she called him a dog? Shenemar hatzil mechev nafshi saved me from the sword. Miad kelav yichidasi save my soul from the dog. So she changed her tactic, in the second pasuk over there in Tillim. She said, How is she enemy? I save him from the lion. When he saw Esther Amalka, why over here does it refer to as Amalka? Three angels appeared to Esther at that moment. One of them lifted up her neck. One of them drew a spirit of grace upon her. One of them stretched out the scepter of the Kama. How much did the Malach stretch out the scepter? Here we go. One scepter. It started off two Amos, and he stretched it to 12 Amos, and he stretched it to 16 Also, you find the arm of Bas Paroi that is stretched. And also, we find this with the teeth of the Rishoyim, like. It says that the teeth of the Risham you broke. Don't read it, the teeth of the Risham you broke, rather the teeth of the Risham you stretched out. What was the story? She says, picked up a mountain, was going to throw it into Klaizo. He was balancing it on his head. Akkadish Baruch sent all the bugs in the mountain. They made a donor hole in the middle of the mountain, and the mountain slipped over his face. When he tried to slip the mountain off of his face, Hashem made his teeth grow out into the rock of the mountain, and he couldn't pull it out. Woo! That the scepter stretched 200 amas. A pretty big house, no? What would you like? And up to half the Malchus will, will get done. Only half the kingdom, and not the whole kingdom. Not something that would divide the kingdom and create like a civil war. If you ask the Binyam Beis Mikdash, we're going to have Republicans, Democrats, you, you name it, it's going it's to be Lebedic, pro, anti, Memela, don't ask me for something that's going to divide the Malchus and create a Malchus. What I'm asking for you is to come to a party. Hey, I like parties. Why did she invite Haman? She was setting up a trap for him. It says that the table is considered a trap for the wicked. Klaizo, when they have a table, is considered a misbeach for Hashem because he gives also to the poor people. This tzedakah is mamish like a, like a karban. But for the rishayim, when they eat and drink and they just enjoy themselves, it's considered a trap for them. <laughs> she learned from her father's home says in, in Mishlei if your enemy is hungry give him food meaning Haman is hungry for pirate what? also Shlema if, if your enemy is hungry, give him bread. What does it mean? Haman's hungry for power. Give him a little more power. She wanted Haman to be so happy that he shouldn't start taking ideas to be murdered against Akashvayish. He's having so much success. If he decides to kill Akashvayish, he'll probably be successful in that too. 
And that'll be really bad. So let me feed him a little more success that he shouldn't want to rebel against Akashvesh. Rabbi Yudai Megadesh Lehikirubat. She knew this. She didn't want Hamar Akashvesh to be suspected to suspect that she's Jewish. And Rechab Yoi Megadesh Lehikirubat Yisrael. She didn't want Kleisel to think that they could rely on their sister in the king's palace to take care of them. They're going to stop davening because they're going to start relying on her. She wanted Haman to be available at all times so she could find something wrong that he does. Maybe Hashem will see how I have to flatter you know, and kiss up to Haman. And in that course of my pain, Hashem will do an ace. Let me smile to Haman and be nice to him. So that Akashvesh um, will think that we're up to something together. He'll be jealous and kill both of us together. And I don't mind dying if he goes down with me. He was a very moody king. And she was scared that even if he, she convinces him to kill Amman, if he's not around right then and there to get killed, maybe he'll change his mind by the time they find him. We have to come on to Rebbe. A king is always jealous, self-conscious, and scared of his sarim. So therefore, she figured, let me invite him, and maybe the king will be a little bit more antagonistic towards him, and we'll, and we'll be able to bring him down. Before Hashem breaks a rasha, he first gives him gaiva. So she figured, let me give him a little extra gaiva to bring his downfall. In their heat, I will place their parties. What does that tell us? Rashi says, this was going back on Belshazzar when they came back from a battle. They had the party and then Belshazzar ended up getting killed. So we see a lesson from here that uh, you give a guy a party and he'll bring his downfall. What's that? Whose opinion did Esther go with? Because she invited Oman. She had all of these things in mind when she invited Haman. My Roshiva Shmuel Mirmam brought out a beautiful Gavaldi Gavardiv over here. If you would meet Elio Novi, what would you ask him? Tomorrow's lottery number, what stock to invest in, when's Mashiach coming? What's my Chaylik and I don't know. What's he asking him? The thing that bothered Rabbi Baravu the most was the sugya that he was in the middle of. He was in the middle of a sukkah, and he saw about 10 opinions about what Esther did. He wanted to know what's the MS. He wanted to know Teres MS. That's the most important thing in his mind. Not the stocks, not the lottery numbers, not when Mashiach's coming. Just tell me, Pshat. Straight up, So when he came back from this wonderful party, he t- comes back to his family. And he tells them, he tells Zeresh, his wife, and all his friends about his unbelievable honor of his wealth and his many sons. Uh, he's telling his wife about his many sons. How many were his many sons? Omarav, Lamed, he had 30. Asar Mesu, 10 died naturally. Asar Nitlu, 10 hanged with him. Asar Mechazan, 10 of them became paupers. Those that became paupers that were going from door to door asking for charity, they were 70. Where do we get this drasha from? So it was a total of 90 kids going to this drasha. Those that used to be very satisfied and rich, 
could now be hired for a loaf of bread. So I'll take read Sevayim, Shivim. Don't read it as the satisfied one, the rich ones, and read it as Shivim. Shivim of his sons now could be hired for a loaf of bread because they were so poor. Rami Barabba Omar Kulumasai Mushmoina Havu. You wonder how many sons he had? 208 sons. Shalemar Viroiv Bonov. Yeah, Viroiv Bonov. And Viroiv is Gematria 208. You want what? Viroiv is Gematria Mosem Abezava. Viroiv is Gematria 214, not 208. So Gemara, it's spelled Chasar Vav. I'm going to have Yitzchak. Viroiv is missing one of the Vavs in the Viroiv. And therefore, the Gematria is 208. He had 208 kids. And that night, the king's sleep was, was uh, challenged, was moved. That night, it was shaken up the king of the world, Kivayachal, from his sleep. The Abish the Kivayachal until now has been sitting around seemingly doing nothing. And now we start seeing the Abish start tipping the, tipping the tables. The upper sphere started mixing up the, the, the world down below. They were shaking up things down here. Ravamashnasamelakashvijamish is referring to simple Pashapsat. King Akashvij, he couldn't fall asleep. Why not? A matter fell into his mind. And Omar said, Why is it that Esther invited Haman to the party? See, one of her plans worked. Maybe they're planning something out together, Lemik Delay to kill me. And then he said, Isn't there somebody that likes me that would let me know of their plans? Maybe somebody wants to do me a favor and I never paid him back. And therefore, even if somebody knows of their evil plan, they're not telling me because they feel they're not going to be rewarded. So he called of the Sefer as a for it to be read. Why is it saying Nikra in for it to be read? It should say someone should read it. It to be read tells me that it was read upon its own. A voice came out and was reading it on its own. And he found written. I should say that he found the writing. Not. <coughs> not in the verb written. So Gemara Malamed says Shimshi Moichik. His Gabai Shimshi was trying to erase um, the the record of Mordechai. The Gabriel Kaisev. So that's why he found it was being written as they were reading it. A writing down here in the physical book of records. For the Zchus of Klaisol, it was it was unerasable. It couldn't be erased. So the book of records up on high in Shemayim, like Kolshikain, that it could never be erased. Okay, stop here.